0: Hey guys, welcome to Week 5 Rundown. We are here with Pastor Daniel talking about greed.
1: She will keep us on time. Start the timer. <laughs> there we go. So
0: I don't know if you know this, but the very first time I ever heard a sermon about tithing okay, was when you were a youth pastor... Did youth
1: pastors preach on tithing? Yes I, well, I did.
0: You yeah, you got to preach on a Sunday evening and it was the first time I'd ever heard a message about money and why you're supposed to tithe and all of these things. It was the first time that I really started to understand about generosity and giving. So tell us what does that what does that have to do with anything? with greed.
1: Well, wow. One that was probably 18 years ago. That was like 18 <laughs> years ago. Um, so the weekly recap here from the sermon basically was that we think that, well, look at the scripture. Generosity is what really breaks that stronghold in your life, that greed in your life. And we're all greedy, right? I mean, we talked about this as kids. Kids grow up going, that's mine, that's mine I want. And, you know, where do they learn that from? I mean, no it's in our nature to be that greedy. So one way to, to combat greed is to be generous. And then when you're generous and and like I talked about this week in the sermon, if you keep your hands open, God can put in your hands and he can also send it out to bless other people. He blesses you to be a blessing to other people. So the more I'm generous to people, the more I give away, I realize more how God provides for me. Therefore, I get content knowing that he will provide. And it kind of chops away at the greed in our heart and our life.
0: Yeah, for sure. So you talked about um, your kids I think somebody else mentioned this a minute ago, but how you talk about we're born greedy and our kids are always, you know, that's mine, or she took that. I remember growing up, my sister would put our Kool-Aid glasses side by side and she would get down eye level and measure to see which one of us had more Kool-Aid. I mean, it was that intense to make sure that somebody didn't have more than me. Mm -hmm. How do you fix that or prevent that with your own kids? That's
1: very easy, it's called a belt. (laughs) You just get a belt <laughs> and it works, Done. right? Done next. Now we next know
0: the antidote to greed.
1: Oh, man, I think it's one of the biggest challenges because I'm the same way. Like, hey, you know, they have more than me. Or and now it's like, well, they get to stay up later than I get to stay up. Right, and and right. like, but how's it my younger brother, I'm three years older, get the same amount of time as I get? And I always go back and say, listen, fairness lost itself in the garden and there's nothing any fair anymore. <laughs> right. And they always laugh at it when I say that. But um, I think one of the things really is, that is a thing to teach, but really you model it. Mm -hmm. You model it as a mom and dad. And when they start seeing mom and dad, that mom and dad was generous, that mom and dad stopped and blessed someone, um, invite them and don't keep um, opportunities to bless other people away from your children and get them involved in that. When they're Mm -hmm. like, hey, we're going to go buy this family meals and I want you guys to take it to the door, knock and give it to them. Why are we doing this, dad? Because they don't have anything. Oh, wow, you mean there's people that don't have stuff? Mm Because sometimes it's so easy to miss like, when you're always being provided for, that there's people who don't have it. So I would invite the kids in. Now, does that fix it overnight? Absolutely not. It doesn't. We're still big kids, right? right. We still struggle. But I think when they see it in mom and dad, if they mm-hmm. see mom and dad always complaining about money, complaining they're poor, complaining they have nothing, greed, or they hold on to it, they're stingy, or mom and dad's are talking about the bigger, or someday I'll have this, and I really wish I had this. Then we mm-hmm. instill that into our children. But if they see in mom and dad, hey, we're going to the grocery store. Why? Wow, we're going to buy groceries. What for? Because this young family needs it. Wait, why we get to do that? So the best way is to model it for your children. Yeah,
0: that's so good. It's all about perspective anyway. I mean, you think about when... You know, kids are like, well, I, I wish I had these shoes or I wish I had that. And there are so many people out there that wish they had what you have and how are you being a good steward of the things that you already have. Mm-hmm. And it is that concept of, you know, the more that you have, you think you're gonna be happy, but it's more money, more problems, right? <laughs> that's right. It's not, you Biggie know, Small, this a great
1: theologian. More money, <laughs> no problem. Well,
0: and you talked about Paul and how he learned to be content in abundance or in nothing. And I think that's the place that we have to get to. Um, and so you talked about how generosity really demonstrates your faith. So mm-hmm. talk to us a little bit about that.
1: Well, if I don't want to give if I have any resource and you don't have really the thing is you don't have to have a lot of money or a lot of resources to be greedy. I mean you could be greedy with just a little bit. That's true. So when I when I'm holding on to it, one way that um, generosity and you said it combats greed, right? Is that the question? Mm-hmm. How does it No, how,
0: demonstrates faith.
1: Demonstrates faith. So when I have something in my hand, the moment I get it I wanna hold it. You know, I never forget, I was sitting here, and when we got married, um, I, it just popped in my head. we had, through all the gifts that was given to us at our wedding, um, this was, you know, 1999, I had $700 in our checking account. I had never seen $700 in my life. And I thought, are you kidding me? Seven hundred dollars in my checking account. I am mean, literally at that point, I thought, this is—I've never seen much money in my life. Like, I couldn't believe it had seven dollars. And 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 I was reminded too that we had some missionaries come into the church, and uh, they were starting. To, they wanted to build a building, and they had this sheet of paper out. And um, and this was when it really hit for me. This would have been six months after we were married. It really hit me. We had a sheet of paper, and they had blocks on it. And for every blocks that were colored in. Um, gave a portion uh, to to building the church. And so they try to get the box colored in. So I think maybe Joe Single does that now. And yeah. you're trying to get yep. out of deck. Color in the car, colour and do it. And so they they were doing this back. This was twenty, you know, twenty years ago. And I was leaving church and I and I watched all these people that are very wealthy walk right by and either not color it or put one block. Mm. And I looked at these, these, these missionaries, these Filipino missionaries, they were sitting there and, and I walked by and I, I, I just felt just overwhelmed and impressed. You know what? We're, we're going to do this. And I took that thing and I colored in and it was at that point, I think I remember it was two weeks of my salary mm. and my whole salary to, to do that. And I went and told my wife, I told her, I, I told her, I said, honey, I said, I can't go spend two weeks on the mission field because of the job right now, but we can give two weeks of our work towards the mission field, and it was at that moment that really just turned in me to go, you know what? I'm just going to trust. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to trust. I had student loan. I was, I was sitting here trying to buy a mobile home, and it was two weeks of my salary. I said, you know what? God, I trust you, and so what it does is generosity says, God, as you put in, I'm going to trust you that you will continue to provide, mm-hmm. but the moment that God gives you a little bit, that $700, or that two weeks that you had, or that whatever you want to hold into it, and now you put trust in you keeping it right? and it ain't yours. Right. It is not yours. So it breaks the the mold of your faith. And that's really what tithing is about. Right. Tithing is a test. So many people get caught up in tithing. Churches want my money, blah, 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 blah. And usually people say that are really greedy. Mm-hmm. I'm not being mean to you, but people say, are there, and I don't mean it's me. They just don't know what it means to tithe. Right. It's just a test. God's going to test your heart. Think about it. how much of your time is like, how you wanna make money, spend money, save money, and do with it. Kids, college, groceries, electric bills. I mean, Pay raise. Do I have enough? You know, uh, do I get a stimulus package? Right now in the middle of the stimulus stuff, am I going to make anything? You know, whoever wins or not win the election. Your mind is all, it competes with your heart. And God says, no, that's what I want. So I'm going to test it. Just test it. And every time you get paid and I get paid, or every time any resource comes in our hands, God's like, I'm going to test you and see what you're going to do with it. And so God blesses you to be a blessing to others.
0: And that's so good. And that reminds me of, you know, I shared how, that message that you preached—the first time I'd really understood about tithes and offerings—how many years ago? It was like 18 That's years. A long time ago. We're not that old though. We no, were babies no. 18 years ago. But um, I remember. 21,
1: it was 28. Years. Soon
0: after that, uh, there were some missionaries who had come to church, and Adam and I decided that we wanted to give, and we were living on one salary at the time. I was a stay-at-home mom, and we did not have. 200 extra dollars to give, but we felt like that's what we were supposed to give. So we wrote the check and we gave. And do you know that these are the old days when you got mail, you know, like real mail and not just junk mail. We got a card in the mail a few weeks later, and it was a check from one of the church members. And guess how much it was?
1: The exact amount you gave to It was
0: $200. Miss- and we just boo-hooed because you're right, it is a test. You
1: boo-hoo all the time, I mean, I Terry. Boo-hoo all the time, anyway. <laughs> We're so much alike, we cry all the time. Like. <laughs>
0: but, you know, it, it is. is that test of your heart. Did it not build Are your you faith? Are you going to trust that I'm going to take care of you? And did he not? Of course. And then the next time it.
1: he said to it," it wasn't even thought.
0: There was no thought.
1: That's why I'm saying in the sermon, there's nothing that's built my faith more yep. than watching God provide Absolutely. when he tells you to give.
0: 100%. So what would you say to everybody watching today to do this week?
1: I would encourage you, pray and say, God... I want to keep my hands open and who this week or what family this week or what organization this week. It could be an organization that you are moving in that you want me to bless. And listen, it doesn't, that's the thing. So many people put some dollar amount on it. It's not about a dollar amount. Right. I mean, you know how long if just a Starbucks car goes to somebody? Just yes. a blessing. That's $5, $5. Yes. A, a, a meal. I mean, anything that you can do to bless someone. So you don't have to have a lot right. to be a blessing to people. Right. So just bless them.
0: Absolutely. So go be a blessing. Go be a week. blessing. All right. See y'all.